everybody welcome back to pause to pray and i just want to say thank you to all my listeners all my subscribers you guys have just filled me with so much joy i really appreciate all the support and the great feedback and i just pray you know you stay on this journey with me and that it continues to bless you so the topic for today is grow and protect um I was actually supposed to do this episode last week and I got distracted. And so I had already had a list of episode topics planned out. And of course, things don't go according to plan. And God kind of put this on my heart of grow and protect. And so the idea behind it is God is doing something in each of our lives. And so that is the part of you that is growing. But The part that is your responsibility is the protecting part. You know, God will always hold up his end, but you have to hold up your end. And on your end, you're responsible for protecting your space, your peace, um, making sure that you stay true to your commitment to God. Whatever God has given you to do, it's up to you to protect that thing, to protect it from distractions and things that try to come in and interrupt your flow, your productivity, you have to protect that. And so I learned that firsthand this past week because I did not protect this podcast. (laughs) Um, I got distracted. I got busy. It was a good busy, but God did great things, but I also dropped the ball. I say what we all say, which is, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. And then tomorrow never came. And then it was, I'll do it on this day. And then that day came and went. And so whatever God gives you, you have to honor it. And whatever is a priority has to stay a priority. So a few words that came to mind when God gave me this topic was maturity, wisdom, honor, responsibility, awareness, and surrender. the word surrender um I thought of the growing process because you you have to surrender to the growing process with God um it it can be scary you can try and overthink it you end up overwhelming yourself at the thought of what what God may want you to do but you just have to think of it in different stages because there are different stages in the growth process um And here's just a few that I have on my mind. So the breaking of the ground, our soil, um, oftentimes I've seen people, you know, they don't just throw seeds on any type of ground, but they have to break it up. They have to get past that first layer of dirt, um, which can kind of be hard sometimes. Um, That dirt tends to be hardened by the environment and whatever has gone on outside of itself. So people have to break that ground up and have to dig deep and so you can think of that as your initial encounter with God and his word Um, so when Jesus really starts to get through to you and you feel your heart opening up to him and you really just let him in to get past the surface of who you are get past the mask that you wear in front of others every day when you really are just open before God that is him 
breaking up the ground of your heart. Also, the next step will be preparing the ground and soil. So after he's broken it, he can then start to prepare it. So that means removing certain things, things that will hinder your growth, your walk with him. You know, a lot of people, there's rocks and stuff underground. So they would have to pull those big boulders out because when things try to get rooted, it could prevent that plant, that seed from getting rooted in the dirt. So they have to move that obstacle out of the way. So oftentimes we have things in our lives that don't want God to get rooted in us. They don't want the truth of God to go so deep. So they would like hinder us. But God is so powerful and so loving that he reaches places that only he can. Like we can't reach those places where we need healing. There's things that you probably don't remember that happened to you. There are things that had such an impact on your life that you probably can't reference those moments, but God knows what shaped you and what molded you and what made you the way that you are and that you need healing in those areas. So God is willing and so powerful to reach down and remove those obstacles out of the way so that you can continue your growing process. Next step would be planting seeds. Planting seeds is self-explanatory. Whatever God is trying to do in your life, whether it's seeds of salvation, you know, he wants you to be saved according to his word, seeds of faith, you know, building you up, seeds of truth, you know, removing the lies and and the deceitfulness that has probably been in you for years, just taking those blinders off. Whatever God is trying to plant in you, hope, faith, love, encouragement, new life, just a new way of thinking. He's going to begin to plant those seeds. The next step is watering and waiting. God has planted things in us, and then there's the waiting phase. But a lot of people just leave it in God's hands and they forget to water it. You have to water the things of God with the things of God. So you don't stop praying. You don't stop fasting. You don't stop talking to him. You don't stop trusting him. You don't stop reading your word. You have to keep that same habit, that same commitment that brought you to God. You have to keep that going while you're in the waiting phase you don't just sit there and do nothing you sit there trusting you sit there with patience and expectation that God is going to fulfill his promises in your life next step which is kind of the same but a little bit more technical maintenance and watching so maintenance kind of deals with the discipline part even when you don't feel like it you have to go and check in when you don't feel like praying, that's usually when you need to pray the most. When you don't feel like going to church, that's usually when you need to go. Um, you have to maintain your walk with God. You know, you may not be in the best place. You may not be super joyful, super happy. You may not be super just encouraged at the moment, but you have to push yourself beyond how you feel. So that's more of just maintaining and then watching. Just be watchful. You don't know what else to do. Keep trusting God. Do what you can with what you have. And just watch. Be sober. Be vigilant. You know, keep reminding yourself and being aware that the devil is real and he doesn't want you to win. He doesn't want you to grow and to change and to become better. So 
Don't get caught up with distractions while you're waiting for God to fulfill his promises in your life. Also, the next step would be reaping the harvest. Um, that is the stage that everyone wants to skip to and, and rush to get to. You know, we want to skip all the other steps before that and get right to reaping the harvest, right to the miracles and right to all our prayers being answered. And usually the things we want the most don't happen overnight. They don't happen right away. And there are things we have to learn and things that get instilled in you through all those other steps before you get to the harvest. You know, you can't just hand somebody off the street a million dollars and think that they're going to make all the right decisions with it because they're not. There are things that you have to learn when if I'm starting with no money, it's probably best that I start with a little bit and gain some more and gain some more because there are lessons that you will learn along the way. And so that when you do get the big stuff, you'll know how to handle it. You know, if you understand what I'm saying. So the reaping, the harvest part, it's great. It's a great place to be. It's joyful. You know, stay in that place, rest in that place, but also don't rush to get there. Expect it, pray for it, have the faith for it, but don't rush. There are lessons and wisdom and just so many important things to learn and to gain in the learning process and in the planting process before you actually reap your harvest. You know, you don't want to mess it up when you get it, especially if it's something you've really been praying for and longing for. You want to do right by it. You want to make the right decisions. You want to be ready to handle what God is going to place in your hands. You don't want him to just give it to you and then you can't handle it and you end up in a worse position than before. And then a bonus stage. It's not really the end or the beginning. It's just starting over. So starting over refers to the seasons changing. You know, when you're growing and you're reaping the harvest, you have to start all over again. You have to break down the ground again. You have to prepare the soil. You have to plant the seed. You have to water it. You have to watch. You have to wait. And then you reap all over again. You know, (laughs) starting over can be hard. Some people want to stay in their winning season forever, but no one stays on the mountaintop forever. You're going to have your time back in the valley. Why? Because there's value in both of them. And something that people don't like to admit is that there tends to be more value in the valley than on the mountaintop. The mountaintop feels good. It feels really good. (laughs) We want to stay there. We want to make our home there. We don't ever want to have another bad season. But those bad seasons is what made the mountaintop what it is. Like, you know, people say you wouldn't know a good day if you didn't have a bad one. Well, you don't really appreciate the mountaintop like you do if you don't go through the valley. You know, the valley is valuable. It's painful. It's frustrating. You want to get out as soon as possible, but it does something to you. God deposits certain things in your spirit when you're in those valleys, typically because when you're in the valley, you cling the closest to him. People tend to fall off when they get on the mountain. On the mountaintop, people start celebrating and then they get comfortable. And 
that's another thing because I've done that before so many times. You can't get lazy once you win. You can't get lazy once you reap your harvest. And there's a scripture referring to that. I'm going to read it. Um, It's in Proverbs 24 and 30 through 34. I went by the field of the slothful and by the vineyard of the man void of understanding. And lo, it was all grown over with thorns and nettles had covered the face thereof, and the stone wall thereof was broken down. Then I saw and considered it well. I looked upon it and received instruction. Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep, so shall thy poverty come as one that travaileth, and thy want as an armed man. That scripture, I'm a very visual person, so when I read that, I literally just envisioned a vineyard. And if you've ever seen an abandoned house, you know, where the lawn is overgrown and you have weeds everywhere and there's trash in the yard and the house is just falling to pieces, it's an eyesore. And if you've ever questioned, you know, what happened? You know, somebody literally just left it and no one tended to it. Well, we do that when we're on the mountaintop so sometimes because we get so caught up in the glory and we get caught up in the victory of finally making it there that we forget God and we start to get comfortable we don't feel the press to pray as hard or as long we don't feel the need to read our Bible as much and we're just happy you know we forget to pray it's like oh you know that's okay you know I'll talk to God later well in the valley you were talking to him all the time because you needed him but you don't stop needing God when you're doing good That's honestly when you need him the most because that's when temptation comes. That's when the devil comes with distractions because you're feeling good. Well, God wants us to go deeper in our walk with him and our relationship with him so that we don't just talk to him when we need him, but we have the revelation that we need him all the time. And we're still being watchful even in our great seasons where we're having victory after victory and, you know, things are going well financially, things are going well in our families and everybody's doing good. I have so much joy. That's good. But don't stop praying. Don't stop, you know, flaming that fire in your heart for more of God. Don't let the victories here satisfy your soul. Like, let it, let it satisfy you a little bit, but know that nothing can satisfy you like God, like his presence, you know. The blessings of God cannot overshadow God himself. You can't value the gifts and not the giver. It's it, People do that, and I've done that, you know, just being transparent. So when you're in the growing process, I just want to encourage you all, like, trust God no matter what stage you're in there's still so much more you know don't ever think that someone else is moving at a faster pace than you that they're doing better than you and you know you may just be in the breaking ground stage where God is you know knocking at your heart and you're slowly letting him in where someone else is in the phase where they're watering the seeds that God has planted and they're looking at someone who is reaping the harvest in their field and everyone is comparing do not compare your walk to someone else's the only person you need to compare yourself to is Jesus Christ 
his word is a mirror to our souls. You know, the Bible is supposed to check you. It's supposed to show you yourself good, bad, ugly, whatever. Like the Bible is supposed to help you feel convicted because it's showing you the truth about your ways and whatever God points out that needs to change, change it. Whatever God is pointing out that he's seizing you, let that encourage you and believe that his word is true. If God is saying, I'm sending you to do this, don't doubt it. No matter how big it may seem, you can't see yourself praying for people. You can't see yourself preaching the word. You can't see yourself being on a mission strip and and spreading the gospel. God sees it, so it must be true. God sees it in you, so it must be true. And that can be hard, I'm telling you firsthand, because, you know, the Bible says we're fearfully and wonderfully made. And of course, I'm thinking, what does that mean? You know, God, there's so much power behind that. How can you say that about me? Well, I'm only saying that because I can't see that in myself. You have to realize that God is not wrong in how he sees you. We are wrong in how we see ourselves. You know, God is trying to change our mentalities. He's trying to change our minds. He's trying to change not only how we see ourselves and each other, but how we see him. You know, I just want to encourage you that have faith in every season. stage you know be encouraged that God is with you and also when you finally get to where you're going don't forget him don't forget him in the bad don't forget him in the good rely on him you know I'm someone that I like to be alone but there was also a shift that I would seclude myself and I would be very isolated And I was even isolated from God. And you know, there's nothing wrong with being alone. There's nothing wrong with having your alone time. But you cannot shut God out in those times. God wants to dwell with you. He wants to speak to you. God is saying a lot of things, but we have a lot of distractions that is shutting out the voice of God. We're asking a lot of questions, but yet we're turning up the volume on the noise in the world. Like, you have to shut the world out. If you want to hear God, you have to shut the world out. So before I go, I just want to leave you with some words of encouragement and prayer. I'll be reading 1 Peter 5 and 6 through 10. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour, whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. But the God of all grace, who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle you. Be encouraged by the word of God that one, 
if you humble yourself under God's mighty hand, he will exalt you. You don't have to exalt yourself. You don't have to seek out worldly connections to get you to where you're trying to go. God will exalt you at the right time and in the right way. Also, while you're waiting, while you're working, while you're watching, cast all your cares upon him. He cares for you. If it is in the word of God, then it is true. You have to believe that God cares about you. He cares about things that you care about also. You know, if you're worried or stressed about your family, about friends, about situations, don't think that those things are minuscule or those things don't matter to God. They matter to him. Anything concerning you matters to God. So make sure that you're not carrying those burdens by yourself, but that you cast everything on him, trusting that he can carry all that you can't. Also, remember, be sober, be vigilant, be watchful, be mindful. Keep your eyes open, especially your spiritual eyes, if you will, that the devil is real. You're going to have tests and trials. You're going to have distractions and temptations tries to rise up to keep you off of the righteous path, but you must stay focused. Do not lose your focus at this time in this season. God is doing a lot. You know, he's doing so many great things as always, and you don't want to miss that by getting caught up in the things of the world. So just be mindful of your distractions. Be mindful of your connections and people and and what has your attention right now. And just be encouraged that you're not alone. You know, the scripture says that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren around the world. Like, you're not the only one going through what you're going through. You're not the only one growing and having to go through certain cycles and seasons of changing and transitions. A lot of people are transitioning right now. There's a lot of changes going on in you personally and your job and your friends and and your family dynamic and a lot of people get discouraged by those transitions they don't know what it's going to look like when everything is all over but don't stress yourself god knows what he's doing you know ask for god's peace and his wisdom and just trust that he is shaping and molding you and everything around you the way it's supposed to be And after you have suffered a while, he will make you perfect. He will establish you. He will strengthen you and he will settle you. Like that is a promise from God. You know, suffering is a part of the walk. Don't let it throw you off your game. You know, expect those things to come, but also expect the great things to come after suffering. He didn't even say suffering for a long time. He just said for a while. You know, everybody suffers in a different way for a different period, but we all have to be encouraged that after whatever season we're going through, after it's over, he will strengthen us. He will establish us. You know, he will settle us. That is a promise of God that we all can rely on. So I just want to pray with you all right now. God, we just thank you for your grace and your mercy. We thank you, God, for the growing process. We thank you for establishing us wherever we are in the world right now. We thank you for your protection. God, I'm asking that you would encourage each and every person listening right now 
to just be encouraged, to be excited about what you're doing in their life, to know that there is value in their growth. There is value in you breaking down certain things in their lives. There is value in you and what you're doing and in your plan. God, I ask that you help them to trust you, to keep growing, to keep letting you in and to change them and to shape them however you see fit. God, we appreciate you. We love you. And I just pray that your people are reminded that things will happen in due season and to not be discouraged. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. That will conclude this episode and stay tuned for much more.